The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. All right. Welcome back to the Mental Reps Podcast, everyone. I'm super excited for today's episode because I am joined live by my girl, Allison Lloyd, who is a near and dear friend of mine. And I'm really excited for her to give her insight on today's topic. And we're going to be diving into really how to go about, you know, outgrowing your friends in your fitness journey or kind of what it looks like to still be able to, you know, go out, have a good time that doesn't solely revolve around food and drinks and alcohol. We'll dive into all of that, but I want to give the mic over to Miss Allison and just have her kind of introduce herself and give a little background. Yes. Thank you for having me. So my name is Allison Lloyd. I've been on a fitness journey myself since like 2017 ish. I've been coaching since like August of 2020 is when I think I first started officially coaching. So about like three and a half ish years at this point. So yeah, it's been great. Fitness is kind of like my passion, my career, my hobby, kind of everything. So definitely have learned a lot over time and definitely have gone through a lot of different like relationships, whether it's like friends or, you know, romantic relationships, whatever throughout the time. And I think that when you do start focusing on your health and that's kind of more of a center focus of your life, who you spend time with does kind of change a little bit and like the people that you choose to be with and things that you choose to do. So like, that's definitely changed for me a lot. So definitely a very like interesting topic and topic. I like talking about a lot. Cause it's something that I feel like a lot of people do experience at some point in their lives. Um, kind of like just changing friend groups or outgrowing certain friends or just doing different things, living a different kind of life and maybe not doing what's the quote unquote norm. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, Almost 25, live in Charlotte, North Carolina, always have, probably always will. <laughs> and that's pretty much my my little intro. Yeah. And it's cool too, because Allison and I will have a, a little bit of a unique perspective too. I mean, we've both gone through this transition, but also we both have coached clients through it as well. So, I mean, we can kind of talk about personal experiences, but again, kind of what that looks like from like an outsider's perspective, because working with women and doing this for the past couple of years, it's, I think it's almost necessary in your fitness journey to go through this transition. Cause it's kind of like, you know, you are what you surround yourself with. And if your right. environment continues to be exactly what it's always been, but you're trying to change and you're trying to progress and you've got goals, like it's very, very hard to be able to do that. So, I mean, I I'm sure you have as well. I've talked, talked about this with so many clients as they're kind of making that transition as well. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's definitely, I feel like it happens for everyone. Like I feel like my biggest transition was kind of around college ish. And it wasn't, I mean, yes, I was focusing on fitness at the time, but I think it was like a lot of it. I feel like always starts with drinking to be honest, just yeah, to be always. like, honest. <laughs> I feel like it always ends up revolving around drinking. And I think it's because drinking so socially accepted. And in my opinion, I almost think it's like socially encouraged. Yeah. Um, in our society, which is just so interesting to me because like at the end of the day, like it is a toxin for our body, like yeah. not to be like, not to be like the lame guy to say that, but it is a toxin to our bodies. It really provides you like zero nutritional benefit. And I'm not saying everything I do is the healthiest thing ever. Like I love sugar right. and I love sweet that I'm not trying to act like I'm the <laughs> perfect picture of health by any means and like do everything correct and right and whatever. But I think that it's all just all starts with drinking because like you're drinking in college or even in high school or post-college and it's like, oh, you want to go 
on a date, we go get drinks. You go out with your friends. We're going to dinner and drinks. We're, you know, going to this. So let's go get some drinks. We're going to go out on Saturday night and we're going to drink. It's like, literally, it's like, you can't go to a restaurant without drinking. It's like every time I go to a restaurant and I don't get a drink, I almost feel like the waitress is kind of like, it's weird almost. Yeah. Like I'm like, can I get a water? It's almost kind of like, she's waiting for me to like say something else and I'm like you like get looks about it when you're like oh I'm good with just water yeah. like, you sure you want to take a look at the I'm menu like, and you're like no I'm like no I'm like honestly I'm kind of I'm a pity pincher about some things and so I also hate spending money on alcohol so like that's also an alternative or, or like I guess a separate reason yeah. so I don't want to spend the money on it I really don't like the taste I'm a pretty picky person when it comes to my palate <laughs> of things that I eat and consume your palate <laughs> yeah I don't eat anything so yeah. don't really like the taste I only I really only like water and it also like I then also it's empty calories and also I know how it affects my body, my sleep, my progress, all that kind of stuff. So I think once I got to that point where I was like after, you know, I did my little fun in college, maybe like my first like year and a half, two years, like did the whole college scene, then I was kind of over it. And like, you know, that's kind of when it started to be a lot different for me because everyone that I was friends with, that's all they still wanted to do. And that's all everyone wants to do in college pretty much. And so I kind of almost had to like isolate myself honestly a little bit in college because it's I mean I will say it's hard in college if you make that transition in college it's hard if you make it post-college you at least have some like hope that there's going to be some people that are maybe like on the same path that are that you are and like I mean I don't want to try and act like I'm more mature than other people but that at the end of the day I think that like growing out of the drinking and partying phase is just like a maturity thing and I'm not trying to say I'm better than anyone because I did that quicker or, you know, whatever. But it, I just think that that's what it is. So when you're in college, it's really hard because most people are still like that's all there really is to do that people think there is to do. You don't really have money or activities or time or whatever. So you just got and drink. And so that's kind yeah. of what you do. And then it's easier post-college. But yeah, I mean, like I definitely went through that phase and it was hard and people definitely got upset and definitely thought that I thought I was better than them. Like, oh, you're too cool to party or you're too cool to drink. You're better than everyone. And I'm like, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm just like living my life, but I think it's very hard for people to make decisions for themselves and to say no. Um, And so I think a lot of people will will really struggle with like outgrowing their friends and realizing like you need to and stuff like that. So I don't know. That's kind of like my whole experience. But now I have like friends that I found more in my adult life, like a couple years post-college that I've found that don't revolve their whole lives around drinking. And I just think it's a lot easier once you get a few years out of college and you get a little bit older to start finding people that are a little bit more aligned with that lifestyle. Yeah, for sure. And I think you said it perfectly with being in college. It is essentially what everything is centered around. And I don't know what point it hit that. Maybe it's always been that way, but I know we were in school around the same time and it's a really big portion of like, oh my gosh, you're independent. You're on your own. You don't have parents around. There's no rules. Like let's go drink and drink and drink and drink. And a lot of times too, we know that that drinking leads to food and then there's excess calories. And (laughs) to be honest, like even being an athlete in college, like I was never concerned about calories. I didn't give a shit. Like I went out drinking, like I'm getting pizza afterwards. We went out drinking, I'm getting an insomnia cookie afterwards. Like that was never a focus for me, even being an athlete, because you're just, you're in that environment. And to me, like that's kind of what balance was, was like, you know, during the weekdays, I've got practice for a million hours. I'm, you know, eating what I think is healthy, even though I had no idea, you know, in the dining halls and things like that. But, you know, when it came to Thursday night or Friday nights, like you're going out, you're drinking, you're eating because that's what everybody else is doing. And to your point as well, like I loved it. Like I had a freaking, I had a great time. I think most people do in in that first part of college when it's like, this is new and exciting. Um, but I very quickly yeah. grew out of it too. And it's almost hard to, yeah. I don't know if you had a same experience when people are constantly inviting you out or going to do things. And it's like, 
you know, for me, my whole team was going out on Friday. Like I, I wasn't going to be the one to say no, especially as a freshman or a sophomore, like yes. you're not going to go against yeah. that brain. That's why it's so hard for people because you don't want to be the one that says, no, you don't want to be the party pooper. You don't want to be the lame person. Like, and also if you don't go and that's all your friends are doing, you don't hang out with your friends. Like right. if that's all ever. So like, I found myself like kind of feeling upset because these girls in my sorority were getting closer to like, I was in a sorority. So like, you know, it's all, it's, you know, it's, you get your friends there. Great. But then there's clicks within it. It's like so high school all over again, in my opinion. <laughs> so like there's clicks within like everyone's pledge class. And so all these girls that like were kind of the girls I was friends with, like we're getting closer and closer and I wasn't as close with them and wasn't getting invited to as many things. And it like definitely hurt sometimes be and it, like made me a little bit upset, but all they wanted to, all the, the reason they were close was because they blacked out on Friday night together. Yeah. <laughs> like, <if we're> just <laughs> and Exactly. Yeah. And then they reminisce about it all day Saturday and then they go back into it Saturday night. And it's like, you have all these inside jokes and stories from that night out. And you're like, well, shit, you know, I wasn't there. And it it feels uncomfortable. And it's hard because you're like, okay, well, it's my decision not to go. So if I want to be close to them and that's what they're doing, then I can choose to do it. But at the end of the day is like much as it sucked at points, it was more important to me. And it's not just because of the calories. Yeah. I just didn't like it at anymore. Like I was just kind of, I kind of got over it. Like I just didn't always want to do it. Even when I was going out, I, w- I could not hang Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Like, me. <laughs> like I'm, I think I did that for like a month or two freshman year where I'd go out multiple nights a week. And then I was like, I cannot do that. Like, first of all, my classes are kind of started to get harder. Like I was an accounting major and I don't know why I chose that major, but my classes were kind of harder once I got past the entry level stuff. So like, I actually had to study. A lot of my friends didn't have to study. They didn't really have exams to study for or homework to do. And like, I had stuff to do. Also, I was already at a point where like my health was a priority. And I was like, not even the calories or that this is bad for me. It's like, it's making me wake up feeling like shit the next day. I get no sleep. I love going to the gym and it makes the gym feel dreadful and like me not want to go. And so then maybe I don't go. Maybe I do go. It makes me want to eat horrible the next day. It makes me so sluggish and I get nothing done. Then I'm behind on school. Then I'm stressed. So it's just like this domino effect of like, it leads to so many bad things for me that taking care of myself in that aspect is more important than like feeling a little bit of FOMO from people. And like, I will say I felt that FOMO, but I promise you it goes away. Like eventually the FOMO is not there anymore. And like, I'm at a point now where I have friends and there'll be plenty of events where I see my friends are out and I'm not invited like to going out or to, you know, to certain things. And like, I don't get upset because I've said no so many times that like, I can't get upset if I don't get invited to everything. If I want to go, like I can make an effort to like, reach out to people and ask them what they're doing this weekend. And I'm sure they'll invite me, but like people know that a lot of times, like I might just want to chill and I might probably don't want to go out to the bars on Saturday night and I might not want to go do dinner and drinks. Like, you know, maybe sometimes I do, maybe sometimes I don't, but I might get invited to less things, but it really, I don't feel FOMO anymore. And I think it's because I'm so content in like the lifestyle that I live and like going to bed early sometimes. (laughs) And I know it sounds so lame, but I just don't think it's lame to live a life where you're focusing on your health. I think a lot of people view it as lame because I think we view the chaotic lifestyle of call of like a college type lifestyle as like the goal. And like, that's why people are like college are the best four years of your life. And I always thought about it. And I was like, honestly, if college are the best four years of your life, like that sucks. Like yeah. I was Damn. like, there's so <laughs> many other fun milestones in life, like getting married, having children, going on trips with your 
family and your friends and move buying your first home. Like there are so many milestone events that I have looked forward to so much. And it wasn't all just like drinking and getting super drunk and like not remembering yeah. it the next day in college. So I don't know. I think that we're drawn to the chaotic lifestyle because that's what seems like if you're going to categorize what's fun, that's fun. But like to me, that just like didn't really become like that fun anymore, you know? So I'm still like I have like a mix of friends now. I have like friends that I met from the gym that live the same lifestyle I do. I have some friends from high school and college and some are at different points than others. Some like to go out occasionally. Some like to go out a little bit more. And I'm still like friends with all of them and we just do different things together. Like, I mean, some of my friends that like to go out a little bit more, I our activity together is literally going on walks. We'll meet up and go on walks or we'll go to coffee or we'll do little things like that or we'll go tan at the pool when it's warm. And so it's great. Like you can still be friends with those people, but I've definitely had to go through phases and I feel like maybe you have as well where you've kind of had to separate from certain people and like there are some people that I don't really communicate with as much anymore and I have had to outgrow and I think it kind of had to do with them maybe not like eventually not respecting like what I wanted to do and like the lifestyle I wanted to live but I think the real friends and your true friends even if you don't want to live the same way that they do end up respecting it and understanding it and still like seeing you and doing things that you like to do but there's definitely going to be people that don't see it like that so like that's I think when you realize that you kind of have to outgrow people sometimes yeah and and don't let anyone who's going through that transition to like don't let the pushback from other people be the reason like you do or do not stick with something because even I mean going back to college I know we keep talking about that but that was kind of my transitional phase as well when my classes did start getting harder and I did have to study and like, you know, certain things were kind of like dipping down. Like I wasn't okay with that. I used to get almost like mad at myself where I'm like, oh, nobody else is studying. Like, just go out. Like, it'll be fine. You'll pass that exam. You'll do this. You'll do that. Mm. And get frustrated that like I had these higher standards for myself when like at the end of the day, being able to know that like you're on a different path and you're looking for a little bit more, whether that's more success in your career or your relationship or your fitness journey, that's not a bad thing. And if yeah. it's pulling you away from some of those negative aspects, uh, I wouldn't get frustrated by that. And that's kind of what I did. But I would look at that as more of an opportunity. Like, hey, maybe I'm capable of a little bit more. And again, to Allison's point, it's not that you're better than any of your friends. Everyone just has different priorities. Everyone has a different lifestyle and a different path and different goals. And if so-and-so's goals are to make as many memories as possible being drunk with their friends every weekend, like, fantastic. My goals right now, this phase of my life is like, I want to build up my career. I want to build up, you know, my body, my physique, my health, my relationships. And the actions that I take are going to look a whole lot different than Sally taking the actions that she's taking every Friday night. So if you have people in your life who are kind of giving you that pushback, I would almost recognize like, okay, do I want to live that life? Like, do I want her body, her goals, her X, Y, Z? If the answer is yes, like, okay, fall in line with whatever she's pushing you to do. If it's not, you have to be okay that like you're going in a different direction. Yeah. And like, the thing is like, it's not being better than anyone else for being like, for being at that place. But also like on the other side of things, if you are at that point and you're kind of at this like, place where it's hard because you're having this whole like friendship dilemma of yeah, like yeah, feeling yeah. kind of isolated and alone like you are going to thank yourself for like making those decisions like if you're the person right now that's like I don't really want to drink but I feel like I have to or and like I'm not saying you have to be completely alcohol free like I'm not saying that either I just don't drink a ton and like don't do that stuff a ton like I you know that's just like not really a part of like my daily weekly monthly lifestyle but like if you're the person that is kind of outgrowing that and you feel yourself outgrowing the chaotic, like staying up all hours of the night, drinking a lot, eating, whatever, having no routine or structure lifestyle, like you doing that is going to help yourself. Like you're going to thank yourself in five years. You are helping yourself kind of, kind of 
get ahead a little bit. I mean, if I'm being honest, like if we're just being straight up blunt, honest, it's not bad if you don't choose to do that. That's totally fine. But like you are getting ahead. So like if you're in college, post-college, whatever you're like, wherever you're at in life, mm-hmm. whenever you start to kind of make those decisions and change that, that like you are getting ahead a little bit. So, yeah. I mean, th- at least in my opinion, like I definitely would not be able to work the job that I work now, work from home, work for myself, have like other people working for me and like have a flexible schedule and like love my job. I would not be able to do all these things if I lived the crazy chaotic lifestyle in college, because I started this stuff, like doing the whole fitness thing. Like I started the beginnings of it when I was in school and I would have not been able to one, I I wouldn't even had the connection to fitness if I didn't start it before that, because how would I do the job if I didn't even work, you know, if I didn't even do any of that stuff. But then I also like gave, like that was where my time was going too. So like that was kind of also a priority. It was like building up my business at that point in time. So I definitely wouldn't be able to be here today. And like, I mean, all of my friends asked me kind of act like my job's like very easy or I got really lucky or this or that. And I'm like, I grinded so hard mm-hmm. in college when I was still trying to pass my classes and do everything in college. Like I was also trying to build a business and like have clients and learn all these things and do all this mentorship. So it was like, I went through the grind phase, you know, and it was just like, it was earlier than maybe other people's grind phase were. So if you do get ahead, you can kind of be sitting, you know, in a better spot when you're 25, 30, whatever the age is, when other people are still really trying to figure it out. And you're like, I'm at a pretty good spot right now. Like I've already kind of figured some stuff out. Now I'm just continuing to keep rolling with that. And like, you have then even more time to do more things to create more memories and go on more vacations and stuff like that. Cause maybe you have more freedom with your career. And, you know, I know that's kind of specific to online coaching in general, but yeah, I don't but know. I think it's that's super true. valid. And, and for anyone who doesn't know Allison as well, I mean, she is the owner operator CEO of a very, very successful coaching company with multiple coaches and she's crushing it. She's crushing it. And you're what? 24, right? We're almost 25, so we're 25. getting up there. I'm, I'm right there with you. It's a hard number to say, <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, it kind of chokes me up a little. I'm like, 25? Um, but she's killing I want to be 23 forever. 23 Dude. is just, I feel like it sounds so young and good. It's young, <laughs> but it's not too young. It's like, you're not 21 and like fresh into that, but like, you're also not like 25 where you're like, oh my God, I'm almost 30. So yeah, we're, I mean, we're right around the same age, 24, 25. <laughs> it's, it's a position where people look at us we're like, you're so young. You have so many years. You have this, you have that. But like, why not work your ass off now to get to where you want to be by the age of 30 instead of sitting around now? Yeah. And honestly, too, like, I know we're talking about like food and drinks and like going out a lot. It also revolves around the people that you're around. So like, even if your friends aren't heavy drinkers or they're not super social or like their idea of like a fun lifestyle, it's like they work their nine to five and then they wait for the weekend and like maybe they do a little something on the weekend. Maybe they don't. Maybe they just sit on the couch and watch TV, like surrounding yourself with those kinds of people. Honestly, I I feel like is just as damaging if and only if you are striving for more. If you're okay with that same status quo, like that average life of whatever, um, so be it, right? You don't have to have these conversations or these tough transitions because you're going to wind up exactly in that position as well. So to, to your point, yeah. Allison, like grinding and sacrificing and doing things against the grain that other people think are crazy, in your opinion, is doing exactly what you need to do to get to where you know you can be. Yeah. And it's just like, like you've said, it's about holding yourself to a higher standard and pushing yourself and all that kind of stuff. And like who you surround yourself with. I know that's a very like popular quote yeah. of like, you are the five people you surround yourself with quote, whatever it is. But like, it is so true. Like it really is. Your environment is everything. Like 
who you choose to surround yourself with, how you choose to live your life, like just like what is around you in general, like the people, the things, like the food choices, the everything, like it, your environment is just so huge in being successful in your career, in your relationships, in your fitness goals and everything and literally everything. So like, when you think about it, like if you're having negative people or people that aren't like, look at your friends and like the people that you're with, are they striving for what you want? Are they where you want to be? And if the answer is no, then like maybe those shouldn't be your closest people to you. So I just think it's like looking at it like that doesn't mean they're bad. Doesn't mean that you have to completely shun them. And like, I would say that like one of my tips for kind of disassociating with people yeah, and not that you have to completely you. cut mm-hmm. them off. Like I would say my, my tip for that is you just kind of like slowly drift a little bit. Like you're just busier. You just maybe don't say yes. Every time you don't completely cut. You don't ghost someone. That's not mature. Yeah. Like I yeah. don't ghost people. Don't ghost your friends, but like you maybe can't do as many things because maybe you're already busy or maybe you say no because of, and give a good, give a decent reason for no, like, or give no reason at all. Like you don't have to always say yes to going out and doing this and doing that. If it's something that doesn't serve you and isn't something that's going to be positive for you, you don't have to say yes. And like, I think that's my biggest pet peeve is that people always act like, oh, I have to go. No, you don't. Like you literally don't. Like you do not, (laughs) you do not have to go to that dinner just because it's her birthday. Like you really don't. You don't have to go out just because she had a fight with her boyfriend. You You really don't. You don't have to go on that trip just because I like, I don't know that you really don't like you just don't. And so you don't have to say yes to everything. So I think my tip for that is one, start getting stronger and saying no. And you don't have to make up some BS excuse and lie that you're going to be out of town or that you already have plans. <laughs> like I will literally just say no. Why do you not want to go? Oh, because I just honestly, my excuse will be, I don't want to go tonight. I'm sorry. I just honestly really want to be lazy. Like, that's literally what I'll say. Like, that's valid. Like sometimes you just <laughs> want to chill on the couch and be in your own house and you don't want to do anything yeah. and you don't have to have more of an excuse than that. Like yeah. that, that can be it. No, so, so I was going to say too, is like whatever yeah. the conversations are too, because I think that's the hardest piece is like the resistance where it's like, oh, I don't want to say no because I'm going to let her down. I'm going to disappoint her. She's going to say this. He's going to be mad at me. That. Like, yeah. And yeah. it could be as simple as like, no, I just don't really feel like going and like expect this wholeheartedly too. like, if this is the first time you've ever said no to any of your friends, they're going to be like, what? Why? What do you mean? What do you mean? You're not going to go. What do you mean? You're not going to drink. What do you mean? Like, you're going to get pushback. Like expect that a hundred percent. Um, And that I think Especially is when with the drinking. <laughs> oh yeah. Like just have one, just have two. Come on. No, what's it's one gonna, yeah. What's one going to do? What's yeah. one going to do? It's I, like, I can like feel my eyes rolling to uh, the back of my head. I'm like, stop, like leave, leave me yeah. alone kind of deal. Like we, like, and it's taken Thing. yes it's taken Alice and I so long to get to this point like there were so many years where I was like ah oh, all right like I'll just have one I'll just have another one and then all of a sudden I'm blacked out at the bar when I'm like I didn't even want to freaking be out tonight like it happens we know that it happens but yeah expect that pushback uh from those people who always expect a certain version of you to stand up and show up if now that version is changing so the you who yeah. always goes out isn't coming out on a Friday night like everyone's gonna be shocked everyone's gonna ask what's wrong and they're gonna say are you feeling good like what's happening but I think in those mm-hmm. moments it's when it's most important to like stay true to like the direction you actually want to go on because as soon as you give in it kind of almost grants them permission saying like oh you know she's not that serious about those goals you know she's not that serious yeah about- she's a pushover like yeah, I can yeah, get I can get her like it's easy she's easy to convince absolutely and so like it's just changing like you're if you're changing internally of who you want to be then your friends are just going to have to come to terms with that and like it's going to be different you got to like realize they're going to give you pushback because it's different from anything you've ever done before you not going or you not drinking is or you know is weird they're like what the heck yeah and so like you know just be honest with them 
I've had so many people tell me I respect it so much more that you just say no, that you don't want to do something because you don't want to do it. than like saying, oh, I don't know. You know, people do the whole thing where they're like, let me look. What? Shut up. Like, you're not looking at anything. Like, you don't. Let me let me see what I have going on. Like, you know, right then and there, if you have something going on, (laughs) I do not believe you. And if you don't, then you can pull up Google Calendar on your phone and look it up. And if you don't have Google Calendar, then you definitely don't have anything planned because you don't plan. You don't plan out your event plan shit. Yeah. So like, I don't want to you're waiting. You're just going to delay the no and come up with some random excuse. Oh, but this came up. No, just say no. Yeah. So people always say they want to look at their schedule and there's literally nothing to look at. So just be honest with your friends and tell them, hey, I can't go. Like I, I I don't want to go. I can't go. Whatever it is. I think that saying no is just like one of the biggest things. So as far as separating from people, I think it's just like being okay saying no and not being rude, just being honest. Um, and also just like doing things with like that person, maybe a little bit less, or maybe encouraging more pause like activities that you like more. Maybe being like, Hey, I can't go out and drink, but do you want to go on a walk? Like what I like to do, (laughs) or do you want to go, do you want to bake something together? Or do you, there's honestly, there's so many fun things to do besides going out and drinking. Like there really is. And I know we were going to kind of talk about that too, but whenever people ask me, I kind of always like blank, but like, okay, Christmas time. Like I love making cookies, gingerbread houses, going to look at Christmas lights, ice skating, I don't know. Baking. Yeah. I just like There's baking and cooking so food. Is so fun. Oh, Pottery classes, bowling, top golf, going to play pickleball. Yeah. Like I play during the summer, I'll play on a sand vault. We, me and Ryan, my boyfriend will play on a sand volleyball league with other couples. And that's just like that right there is like one, a fun active thing we like to do outside, but also it's a social thing. We're doing it with our friends, doing yeah. like a rec, like sports league things, always fun. Picking up a hobby, painting. Yeah. There's like, so many things that you can do that are fun. I think for a lot of people, it's just very hard because they're like, well, if no one else is doing it, who am I going to do that stuff with? So, but I mean, people sometimes get on board and like, I will say, I do think it gets easier when you have a boyfriend Mm -hmm. who's kind of does the same things. It's just, it's an easier out because you already have someone that you can do those things (laughs) with. But even if you're single, you can still do those things and you will find your people go to the place. Like, I mean, a great place is the gym to find friends or doing other activities. Like just, you're not going to maybe find the girls that like do that stuff at the bar, but like you'll meet more people as time goes on, like whether it's work or through the gym or something like that and be able to find people that are like, maybe be into doing those activities with you. And then there you go. Then you have other activities yeah. to do, other people to hang out with and other friends. to you Absolutely. Know, be and I mean, that's how Allison and I became friends. And like Zach and I obviously moved down to Charlotte, like where we're at now, you know, not too long ago, a few months. And Honestly, I think it would have been really easy to make a ton of friends if we decided that we want to go out every Friday, Saturday. Like the amount of bars and social scene here is crazy. And the amount of times we've gone out to the bar are precisely zero. And again, it's nothing against that scene. It's just like, okay, if we go there and that's where we're meeting people, those types of people have that as a big interest, a big focus in their life. Zach and I right now really don't. So to meet people like Allison and her boyfriend and her friends who, you know, are at the gym and we can text each other and be like, hey, what time are you hitting legs today? Hey, you want to go on a walk? Hey, you want to do this? Like, it feels so much more natural to hang out with those types of people where if I tell her like, hey, I can't go grab cookies tonight. Like I literally ate all my macros already. She's gonna be like, okay, like I get it. She's not gonna be like, what? What are you talking about? Like, are you like, she just, she understands. And that's the types of friendships you want to be able to develop, which do take longer and harder to meet because it's so much easier to just sink into, oh, everyone's going to the bar. I'll just go to the bar and kind of hang out there. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, because like I know no one wants to be alone and like no one on the weekend wants to sit in and do nothing and not be social. And I'm not trying to discourage people from doing that. But like, I mean, if you want to go to the bar, you can always go to the bar and not drink or you can have one drink if it's if that's the thing. But again, like it'll come. Time will come. You'll keep attracting people that do things that you do. You'll keep meeting people if you're hanging out in places where you know, doing activities that you like to do, like the people will come and like, you'll attract people that do the things that you might be more interested in doing, or maybe you don't know what you might be more interested in doing, but like, it'll come as you continue to grow. There might be a couple periods of like isolation and not isolation, meaning you literally have no friends and no one to talk to, but like, maybe you're not doing things 24 seven with a bajillion people. Your circle will probably get smaller. Like the people that have a million friends, it's kind of like, are they really good quality friends? And like, hey, right. if you do, then amazing. Like, good for you. Like, that's awesome. But like, I've noticed that as I've gotten more specific, I guess, on who I like to hang out with and like being around people that I enjoy and that like kind of, you know, value things that I value and all that kind of stuff, I have fewer friends, which like is fine. Right. And it's just, it, it is, you know, there was a point in time where I literally feel like I had like very, barely any friends. Right. I think that my circle of friends has definitely grown because like, as time goes on, I meet more and more people that are more like in the place that I'm at that have, are similar to me. And so it's definitely grown a lot, even in the past like year. But I mean, in college, a year post-college, I was like, I don't even know who my friends were. Yeah. <laughs> like I, you know, like, cause, and like, I had friends in college and after college, but they were all so much closer than I was because yeah. again, the whole, like they just, they did more stuff together. So I didn't really have a ton of like close friends. So, like it takes time and there's going to be a period of a little bit of isolation, not complete isolation, but you know, it, you'll, you'll find your people. You will. It's yeah. just like a matter of like sticking to your guns. And like at the end of the day, look after you, it's okay to be selfish sometimes with your decisions and like saying no or making decisions that are going to best serve you and not other people, um, I think is a big thing too. I think one of the most common traits that at least I've seen from like, again, like-minded people or people kind of where we are at is like they kind of accepted the fact at one point or another that they were sort of the outsider and you're not completely alone, but like you're not as close with that group of friends. You're not as social as everyone else. And you kind of feel like you're mm -hmm. almost a little bit removed. And when I was going through that, specifically in college, and the same thing as you, when I graduated, I'm like, holy shit, I've got Zach and I've got my family. Like that's that's the bare bones yeah. of it. Just because it was I was in such a different stage in my life. But uh, yeah. looking at that, I, I hated it. I almost like tried to remold myself back into you know, the old version of me. Cause I'm like, shit, this is lonely. Like everyone else is going out. I don't really want to do that. But like, I don't really want to sit home. And I started to sink back into just the status quo, which I mean, looking back on, I'm a little mm -hmm. bit mad at myself for, cause I'm like, I didn't need to do that. So if that is you right now and you're like, well, I am the outsider. Like I'm the one person in my friend group who does go to the gym or who does care about nutrition, keep going. Because something I found too, and Allison, you're probably the same way is like, there'll be people in your life who kind of fall off because of that, because they just don't get it and they're not on the same page. And then there'll be other people in your life who start to see you doing that. And then they're kind of like, hey, you know, can I come to the gym with you? Like, hey, you know, why are you eating yeah. that? Hey, you look great. You know, what have you been up to? And you'll even have a chance to kind of flip the script and, and inspire the people that you're around and motivate them to get better instead of you sinking yourself back down into like the old version of you. Yeah. I mean, I've had more and more friends like start working out and start right. caring about these things. And again, it's just taken some time. Like a couple of my friends that like, and again, like I, I was always in these friend groups in college, but I was never like the core, you know, I was kind of yeah. more on like the outside of the friend group. Like I was in it. And even my friends from college, that's how I would describe it now. Like we're good friends, 
but they're definitely like within themselves closer than I am. And like, that's totally fine. I'm not an idiot and that doesn't hurt my feelings. Like <laughs> I recognize it. I know it. And that's totally okay. Like they have other friends. I have other friends. It's we're still great friends. It's great. You know? Yeah. Um, but I have friends within that who maybe in college, like, cause those are my college friends, maybe didn't care really at all about fitness or health, like too much, maybe in like spurts, but like overall it wasn't like a huge focus right. who are now like really getting a lot more into it. Like I have two friends that are in my college friend group that like really love the gym now and go very consistently and like, like love eating better meals. And are, it's kind of like, you know, now they're new, like little hobby. And so like, I have even one friend that's doing 75 hard now. So it's, you'll get people that will kind of start asking like what you're doing and will will admire it. And even if they're not at that place yet where they want to do it or focus on it, like maybe eventually they will. Um, and you know, like not everyone at, their, at some point in their life eventually gets into the whole fitness thing. Like not, right. there's not going to, and not every single person on planet earth is going to like die hard, you know, be in love with fitness, but right. there are a lot of people. And I think it's more and more common, especially for girls now that do kind of find that outlet because it's, I think it's such a great outlet. Like I really, really do. I mean, it's helped me so much in my life. I can't even like put it into words. And I know how many other people it helps clients, friends, all that kind of stuff. So you'll get people that'll kind of start being like, okay, like I'm ready to, to do that. That'll ask you for advice. And now maybe you have a new workout partner, someone that you're showing them the ropes in the gym and that's kind of fun and it's cool. And it kind of comes full circle. So, um, the people, even your old friends that maybe initially weren't really in that space, like might eventually come around too. And even if they don't say it out loud, you're probably, you know, an inspiration to them. And they probably think it's really cool. And, um, you know, they probably think that you're dedicated and admire that about you. So even yeah. if they, even if they don't say it, so just something think, to think about. I think that's hard with, with girls too. It depends on the people and how close you guys are. But a lot of times, like if you kind of outgrew a friend group and like, they see you shine and they see you doing your thing, you look great. Like they'll talk about it, like amongst themselves about like, Oh my God, Allison looks so good. Like, did you see her the other day? This, that, the other thing. I think it takes a lot for them to like reach back out essentially and like say it to you and to your face. So even if that's not happening and no one is having a strict conversation with you about it, like, the people that used to be in your life recognize the work that you're putting in. They recognize how great you look like. And that's another reason why it's really important to kind of keep going with that. Even when it feels a little bit lonely, it kind of, like she said, comes mm -hmm. full circle, um, which I think is really cool. And in my opinion, it's worth going through a little bit of that isolation phase. Um, but I did want to ask you too, Allison, like if you're someone or client, a person, anyone at all, like going through kind of this journey and you're not necessarily at the point where like you want to say no to social events, like you still want to go but you maybe don't want to like participate in like all of the food or all of the drinks. Like how do you tend to kind of balance that? Like if you are going out with like that group of friends. Yeah. Like, so if I'm going out, I'll, it just kind of depends on the time, like on the time and what I'm doing. So like I said, I'm a really picky eater. So like, for example, there was one instance, like, I don't know how long ago it was, but I just remember it where everyone was going to a sushi restaurant, sushi restaurant. And I don't eat sushi because I'm weird. <laughs> so I ate my normal dinner before because I love my normal dinner, my chicken and potatoes that I've been eating for an eternity. <laughs> and I ordered dessert there actually. So that's kind of what I did. Like, Sometimes I will go and I will just, I've gone to plenty of dinners and like not ate or just gotten like a small appetizer and just ate my regular dinner at home. Like simply one, because like I said, I'm kind of a pity pitcher sometimes and I don't like spending money on alcohol, but sometimes also food. I don't know why I just hate spending. It's because it's so much more expensive eating out and it yeah. just bothers me. 
So <laughs> sometimes I'll just like get an app and not eat. Sometimes I'll eat. It just really depends. It depends on what day of the week it is. Like weekday dinners, I normally am a hard no, unless if it's maybe one of my good friend's birthdays. But if on a weekday dinner, normally a hard no, because I like to hit my macros. It's easier for me to hit them on the weekdays. A weekend dinner could be more convincing. Um, and I would maybe just eat it and just eat out and just eat normally and eat there. But again, it just really, really depends. But I mean, I'll bring my hydro jug into the, depending on how fancy it is, <laughs> I'll bring my hydro jug in the restaurant, like bring my big water jug. I don't care. Yeah. Like yeah. I'll maybe eat, you know, I'll get, I normally like rarely at dinners ever will drink. So d- drinking's normally off the table. Cause I'm like, there's literally no point in me having one drink in my, for me, just cause again, I don't like the taste. So there's no, no benefit for me there. Um, but I'll bring my hydro jug sometimes eat, sometimes not, but I think it just depends on the event and the day, um, and kind of what I want to do with it. But I just kind of take it event by event. I don't let it stress me out. I used to let it stress me out so bad about going out to eat and stuff like that. But now I just decide, okay, first of all, do I want to go? If I want to go, then I'm normally looking at like, okay, what day of the week is it on? Is it on a weekend? All right. I'll probably just eat there, whatever. If it's on a weekday. Mm, probably just depending like maybe I'll eat an app maybe I'll not maybe I'll just go to hang out for you know to talk that's really all the dinner is anyways like the only reason that like we just have food surrounding all the events and things we want to do but at the end of the day that's just kind of like a you know the side thing of like why you're really there is to like talk I mean and hang out that's why you go to dinners that's why you go get drinks like we're talking and hanging out like the drinks and the setting is the is the place so it's really not about the food quite as much or about the drinks quite as much as it is spending time with your people. So like you can go and spend time with your people without, you know, getting involved in the food and the drinks if you don't want to. And if someone has something to like, people don't say anything to me about it anymore just because I've been doing it for so long. So again, you just got to get over that hump of like people being like, what the heck are you doing? And then they'll be like, oh, like, that's just what she does. Like, yeah, whatever. Oh, and she's it- eating tonight. Oh, she's drinking tonight. Okay, cool. Like, think nothing of it. So. Exactly. And I think it's a confidence thing too. Like when I first started like this whole fitness journey and caring about, you know, what I was eating when I was going out or if I was drinking, you know, at first I was like scared to order like the salad because everyone's like, oh, of course she's ordering a salad. And like those types of comments (laughs) used to like spiral me into like, fuck it, I'll just get the extra large mashed potatoes and a side of chicken wings, like whatever, because I didn't want to hear those comments. (laughs) And now I'm like, yeah, I am getting a salad. Okay, next. And like the, the conversations and the comments kind of have gone away, but I really do think it is a confidence thing where like I'll go into a restaurant very confidently knowing like I'm, you know, not ordering drinks when everybody else is or everyone's going to get 10 yeah. different appetizers. I don't really need that. And like being very firm in who I am and what I expect of myself, um, regardless of like the shit that other people say, because it's always going to happen, like I said. But right. I think that same same thing applies for me as well as like if I go out, I'm going to make a decision about like how I want to go out. Like if we're going to like this brand new restaurant that just opened up that has like the most amazing Italian food and like that's my shit, I'm going to go get food there. Like absolutely. Yeah. It's not even a question. If it's a, a matter of the fifth thing that I got invited to and like we're going to some random place that like I don't even really like the food, like to me, not necessarily worth it to go like spend a bunch of money eat a bunch of crappy food. Like it just, it, it really does depend. But yeah, having that balance. It's just so time. situational. Yeah. A thousand percent. And like friend's birthday, we're going out like Christmas. I'm going to have Christmas dinner, Thanksgiving, all these different things. But you have to also take a hard look at what your social life looks like. And like, I've had, had clients like this too, who get invited to 15 different events in a matter of two weeks where I'm like, holy shit. Like if that is the the standard of your life is like, you're that social, like you have to be okay saying no to things like while you're out. Yeah. You go to all you the things have you to. have to say no. There's, there is or no something's got to give, like something's got to give. You got to say no. Yeah. 
or you can't be expected if your social battery is dead, you have no time to do anything else and you struggle to reach your goals. Like you don't have to say no to every event, but you can't say yes to every single event either. So exactly. like you just got to find a good middle ground and like learn how to say no. Like it's great. You get invited to everything, but like pick and choose your battles. Like you, you also, I think people just like over exhaust themselves too. like even just their energy, like, don't you ever want, you need to chill. Like your battery needs to recharge. Like you need to unwind. You need to be by yourself sometimes. Like it's good to do those things. You don't always have to be going. So even if it has nothing to do with a health perspective, like a physical goal type yeah. deal or calorie goal, like do it because you just, it's okay to, you need to learn to say no and you need to learn to like protect your own time and Absolutely. have some time for yourself and not always have to be go, go, go and like recharge your battery. Like it's okay to say no. Oh sometimes. yeah. That, and that's exactly it. Like calories are so irrelevant to me at this point in my journey. Like I have such a good relationship with food and like being able yeah. to, well, I mean, not right now with like my gut issues <laughs> going on, but typically speaking, I have a very good relationship with food and, you know, calories aside, like if I want to say no to something, cause I'm just exhausted. Like I'm going to say no, I'm not going to say no. Cause I'm like, <gasps> I can't go out to eat. Like I'm going to blow my macros. Like to me, that's right. not the most important yeah. part of why I'm doing this. I'm doing this to be healthy. So if I can be yes. healthy by saying no and recharging my battery, you know, that's the reason for it. It's not like I'm, you know, we're scared to eat out. I'm scared to have a drink. Like I will go out and drink when I want to drink. I just have a better relationship with actually saying no. Right. Yeah. No. And I think it's, it just takes time to kind of figure that stuff out, but saying no is a huge thing, a huge thing in this whole friend topic that we've been talking about just like for yourself. And, you know, you just have to kind of, it, it's just a phase that I think everyone kind of will have to go through at some point. And maybe the people will grow with you and maybe the people will grow apart from you. And like, there's going to be people on both sides. And so it just, it is what it is. And it's all about just figuring it out, but just know that like, I guess the biggest point we wanted to get across in this is that like, you're not alone in that. Yeah. And you're not the only person that goes through it. Even if you feel extremely isolated, like no one thinks like you think, and no one wants to do the things that you do. I promise you, you just haven't found them or yeah. you just need more time. But there are people that exist in the world that think <laughs> like you do and are on the same path that you're on. And, you know, maybe you just don't know them yet, yeah. or maybe you never will know them. And it's just going to take more time for the people around you to grow into it. Right. But you're not alone in, in feeling like that. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of an indicator of you're on the right track. Like if everybody around yeah. you is living like a kind of average life and you're like not that super jazzed up about what they're doing and you're doing and trying to do something completely different, like you're doing it right. Like it may not feel like, and don't right let now, them judge you. Yeah. Do not let them judge you and make you feel like a weirdo and make you feel like it doesn't matter. Like stick to your guns yes. because like we said before, it's worth it and it's going to pay off. So do not let them like their opinions or their thoughts, like deter you from like your path. If they are being average and you want to be better than average, their opinion like you can love them, but like their opinion is it irrelevant. don't mean shit. Yeah. And in, in, in terms of your life, their opinions are relevant if they're not where you want to be and they're not striving to be where you want to be. Oh yeah. Well, Allison, thank you very much for joining us for today. Um, I hope this was helpful for anyone listening, going through a little bit of this phase, especially coming into the holidays. Like I know how socially crazy this time of the year is, and there's no need to drive yourself nuts saying yes to every single thing that pops up. So if you're going through it, yes. keep going. I will also um, tag Allison's or link Allison's Instagram in the description of today's episode. If you want to go ahead and give her a little follow on the IG, my girl is jacked. Nice. Definitely an inspo for anyone out there looking to build some muscle. Wow. She's currently going through a building phase right now as well. So um, I will link her Instagram, but Allison, thank you so much for joining us and I will catch everyone next week.